0: Bring it all to the table. Amen. Amen. Never let the enemy keep you from the table. Amen. Huh?
1: Never let the
0: enemy keep you from the table. I promise you, if I can stand here behind this sacred desk and preach the word of God to you, you are welcome at the table. Amen. Yes. Yes you are welcome at the table. No matter what you've walked through, no matter where you've been, no matter what failures you, whatever. If Judas was welcomed at the table, you're welcome at the table. Amen? Yeah. The Lord knew what Judas was up to. The Lord knew the heart of Judas, just like He knows mine in your heart. But the Lord served Judas, the Last Supper. The Lord didn't say, uh, Judas, I know what you're up to, and, you know, I got the spirit of discernment, and um, you're not allowed at the table till you get your heart right. I'm just reading the book. You do the math on religion if you need to. I'm just reading the book. And the book said that Judas was at the table. And the book said that Jesus served him. Don't let the enemy and don't let religion. Growing up in the south, sometimes the enemy don't have to do anything. Our good old Religious spirit keeps us from the table. Don't buy into that mess. I've said it on many occasions read the red. He didn't go to the pastor's house and eat lunch that day. But he did go to Zacchaeus' house. The crook in town. Stole all the money. Just reading the book. Huh? I shared this at Bruton. I want every religious spirit in me out. I want every religious spirit... In me, out. I made that statement a minute ago, and how many times have I heard it, and how many times have I said it? When you clean up your act, then you can come to the table. No, that's not the way it works. You come to the table, and He'll clean up your act. Can I give you a word? You can't clean up your act. You will never clean up your act by yourself. But with the power of the Holy Spirit, amen, with the presence of God and walking beside Him and receiving Him into your life and saying, Lord, I desire to walk with you. I desire to put away these things and and, and begin a journey of walking with you. And in that journey, stuff will start falling off. Amen? You can't get clean enough to come to the table. But I tell you what, if you'll come to the table, they'll start a process of the cleansing. Amen? And I can tell you what's not at the table, and that's condemnation. But that's a huge religious spirit condemning. And people acting like they're the Holy Spirit. Nobody called you to be the Holy Spirit. There's only one. And he knows how to do it. Every time I take over his responsibility, his roles, I screw it up. Why? Because my flesh and my thoughts and my my get in the process. But when I allow him to get in the process. Then the Zacchaeus can come to the table. The Judases can come to the table. The Pauls. Who was screaming out threats to the church. Whose name was Saul before he became Paul. And on his way to mess up another congregation. When he encountered the baby. Hallelujah. Huh? And Saul, the old wretched one, said, Who's the chiefest of sinners? I've done it all. Holy Spirit said, No, that's not your name. That's not your identity. That's not who you are. You are now Paul. Who's going to write? 12 or 13, I'm not sure, I think it's 12 of the books of the New Testament, of the New Covenant. That's who you are. But last week, I, that was last week. Last night, I, that was last night. You've encountered the baby. Huh? You've encountered Jesus. What do you got that needs to come to the table? So I can't bring that. Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it may, have been, it may have been a good old religious spirit told you you can't, but I'm telling you the truth of the book. You can bring it to the table. And he will deal with it. Not the way you think he will. He will deal with it with so much love, it will, you will think it's fake. You will think you can't, that can't be. Yes, it can be. Huh? That's what I said at Booker T. Washington State Park. Can't be. God said, oh, yes, it can be. I can take all of that, Rodney. And I can, I can turn it to good. What the devil meant for bad, Joseph said, God turned it for good. And whatever you're dealing with this morning, whatever you're walking through, whatever you're faced with, I promise you, if you'll get along with Jesus, and you'll just come to the table and put down all of your stuff, and quit trying to justify why you you should be there, and quit trying to condemn yourself why you shouldn't be there and just get up and come to the table and let him deal with it huh just let him have it man you'll get free in jesus you'll get free that religious spirit to come off of you and you'll just have a you'll just have a good old just a good old old fashioned old sam used to say a um How'd he say it? A, a sancti- uh, sanctified something. I don't forget what he was saying, but man, you just, uh, Jesus will just get all over you and all in you. Yeah. And you'll be happy. Huh? You'll be happy. You'll be a much better wife. Oh, that got that. That woke up the crowd. Johnny, only one of us need to be in trouble this morning Y'all but it'll sure make a lot better husband too amen. amen and the women said amen man God wants you to be happy and there's nothing out there that can bring you happiness like Jesus can There's some stuff out there that can bring you happiness, I understand. I'm not naive, okay? A new bull for Christmas would bring me happiness. I know there's stuff out there. Just a little hint. Preacher's getting old. But there's nothing out there that can bring me happiness like Jesus. Huh? Huh? So come to the table. Come to the table. Lord, right now, I just pray over everyone in this house. Those watching by Facebook. I know Buck's watching in the name of Jesus. Pray you just touch his body. Touch his calm, his nerves. And just let it know the peace of God. All over him, Lord. For others. For Jackie's mom. Lord, all these we've prayed for right now. But Lord, over this house. I just pray for freedom in Jesus. God, I, I, I break the curse of a religious spirit over this house. And in the name of Jesus, come and teach us, Father. Teach us. Teach us who you really are and who we really are. In Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Turn the lights on, J.J. J.J.'s running the camera this morning. She told me I couldn't run around because the camera don't move fast enough to keep up. I had an interesting week this week. And um, somebody stole my Kleenex and all that. And I was telling, I went to lunch. Mark and I went to lunch this week. and um, And I was telling him, It was just a crazy, crazy week with Jesus. And I was, I start, I've told you this before, I always start on Monday, just asking the Lord, what do we want to do Sunday? You know, because Sunday comes about every other day for me now. Since I took over and I have to preach every week, it seems like Sunday's about four times a week. And um, because it comes here quickly, Friday and Saturday get here and they're gone. But so I start on Monday, just talking to the Lord and just listening to the Lord. And and, and, and what do you what do you want to do? And and um, I was I was um I was in the I was at the house the other night and I was just just meditating on some things and and um I said, Lord, what are, what are we what are we talking on Sunday? And I was reminded, and I sent Lonnie a text because I thought Lonnie sent me a, sent me a sermon one time. And it's back when Todd was here and I was coming home and Chris Voliton. Somebody sent me a message from Chris Volleton and about, about the genealogy of Jesus. And, and we're kicking off our Christmas and Dennis and ladies and Dawn and whoever had a part in this. Is, again, it's just a beautiful job. And um, you always do a great job. I know Katie and them worked on the, the outside and, and all. It's just, do, it's just beautiful. You always do a great job. But we're kicking off Christmas, and I was, so, I, I was going through, that message was so powerful, but it was, it was talking about family, how, how important it is that you find your people. And I'm not going to get into all that. Maybe one day I'll preach it um, from my perspective. But, but I was looking for that message. And I was going through Lonnie's text, and I sent him a text, and I said, did, he said, Well, I sent you this. And I said, Yeah, I, list, I listened to it the other night, and it was on Eli, um, Ezekiel. Come on, Mark, you got to help a brother out. Can't be sleeping. Ezekiel and the river. And, and so I, and, and I had to listen to the whole, you have to listen to the whole message because, you know, it might be right at the end what I was looking for. So I was listening to the whole message, and I was like, Ah, Ezekiel, that ain't, that ain't getting it, Lord. And so I sent, you know, I'm looking through all of my texts. Everybody that could have sent me this message, you know, Andy or Todd or, uh, you know, I was just going, and I cannot find this message. So a couple of days go by, and I'm just still, I'm still talking to the Lord about that. And, Lord, i gotta, I got to find, I want to find this message. And um, I forget who it was, but there was another message on somebody's. And I said, oh, that, 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 I think that's it. And I clicked on it. And I had to listen to the whole message again. And I got to the middle of the message, and Chris started talking about the river of Ezekiel again. And I was like, okay, God, do I need to be looking at the river? Because this is the second time, and, I, and me and Ezekiel, you know, we just don't do our baby, daily Bible reading together. Lord, do I need to be reading in Ezekiel for some reason? And the Lord showed me through that, there was some revelation for me that I needed out of Ezekiel. And it confirms some things, and I love when God does this, just right out of the blue. I'm looking for something else, but God's got another plan. But in that, and I'll give you just a little bit, in that, in Ezekiel, it's a picture of the church. And it says that the river begins flowing, and I, I pictured our doors, The river begins flowing here. But the further it gets away from the house, the deeper it gets. Now what is he saying there? He's saying that the Lord is trying to get us, it's just shallow right here, But he's trying to get the church out of the building because the stuff is happening further away from the building. But here's one of those religious spirits. And I wasn't even going here, but I'll just go with you, Lord. Because this is the revelation I got for me. That we're so concerned about filling up the house. And God's more concerned about bringing them in that door, equipping them, what he says our job is, equipping them and doing what? Sending them out that door. You know, and as I was meditating on this all week and just praying to the Lord, because this, this message come up twice, so I knew I needed to pay attention. And I began to talk to the Lord about people that have come through that door and went out that door. And I got to thinking, you know, maybe there's been one or two that bothered me that they have come in and went out. But it really hadn't bothered me. Now, I'm not saying that, that I don't care about them. I'm saying that I, the Lord showed me through this process that there'll be, there'll be those that come in that you equip. And it's their, they're, they're, I'm sending them somewhere else. They're not going to just set up camp and be here for the church service. Huh? There's other things. And what you're doing, Auburn Heights, is very important. Because the river is deeper the further we get away from the building. The tabernacle. Now you may want to go home and read Ezekiel in your study this week. Because there's a lot to it. And I'm going to get into it myself. Because I had two sermons that weren't supposed to be. They were supposed to be on the genealogy of Jesus. They weren't supposed to be on the river. But all of a sudden I'm finding myself in the river. Two times. And if I listen to another one this week and somebody says, turn to Ezekiel, I'm going to know God speaking hard about the river. Amen? But in the process of studying that, in the process of thinking through that, in the process of that, and this is where I want to go this morning, and i got seven minutes to do it. In the process of that, the Lord asks me, Rodney, what are you looking for? what are you looking for? I said, I'm looking for this message on the genealogy and, and Chris volatile. that's what I'm looking for. What are you looking for? What are you looking for? And I said, wait a minute, you, 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 you ain't talking about a message. You ain't talking about a message. What are you looking for? The Bible says, and I'll paraphrase for time's sake, Luke chapter 2. Scott can put it on, I mean, yeah, Scott can put it on the board and you can read through it. But I'll paraphrase that the angel appeared to the shepherds in the field. And he told them, hey. Something happening in Bethlehem. Y'all might want to load up and get on over there. And then it says a heavenly host of angels started singing and praising God. And they said in the New Living Translation, I hope that's, is that what's on there, Scott? Yeah, the NLT. It said, let's go. Let's go see. And as I was studying that. And as the Lord just brought that scripture to my mind. Let's go see. What are you looking for? And boy then then that that river. And all that searching for that. And by the way I did find that message. I listened to it Friday night. So I had three or four sermons this week already. Hallelujah. But in that it was like. There's a baby being born. And it's not just a baby. Oh, he's the Savior. Where's that part at, Scott? He's the Savior of the world. He's the Lord of the world. Let's see if I can find it. Help you out a little bit. The Savior, yes. Scott, verse 11. The Messiah, yes. The Lord, he gives him three names there. But that's who's being born in Bethlehem, the baby. And as I begin, as I was, again, I'm just walking through this crazy week with the Lord. And I love it when he does this. Because it, it, it causes me to have to go dig. And I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking for this message. Because it really blessed me, and that was, back, that was back in September, and I can't find it, and I'm going... And, and, and when the Lord said, Rodney, what are you looking for? You're looking for, but, but, but what are you after? Huh? And I'm asking you this morning, the, the, and I'll, I'll finish this. They get up and they go. And they find the baby. And they celebrate the baby. And the message this morning was supposed to be, when you encountered Jesus, what happened? They worshipped. First of all, they went and told. They went and told what they had seen and what they've heard. I ain't careful, I'm going to step off his platform. They told what they've seen and what they heard. And then the Bible says they begin to worship. Huh? And the question was this morning what I was going to preach, so I'll let you know I did prepare something. What happened to you when you saw the baby? Did you just get a ticket to heaven? I just need a, I just want to ticket to heaven. He didn't die for you to go to heaven. Sorry. Heaven is the dessert. Amen. Heaven's just to save you for it. It ain't over. And I hear my Junior Hill sermon. The best is yet to come. But listen. He didn't save you just to take you to heaven. That's the dessert. He saved you. To go out there and tell what you've seen and what you've heard. And then he says, worship me. Worship me. Worship me. In other words, what you've seen and what you've heard. JJ, you got to go way down low. What you've seen and what you've heard. Ought to make a difference out there. It's only ankle deep right there. But religious spirit, in the name of Jesus, be gone. If you'll get that mess off of you, I guarantee you the further you get up that hill, the deeper the Holy Spirit's going to get and the greater things you're going to see. And we've got to get out of this mindset, and Rodney's got to get out of this mindset of just building buildings and filling them up for the kingdom, you know, and and just so we can gather together. And that's nothing wrong with that. But listen, that's not who this man is. And I told this to Lonnie when Lonnie and I were discussing this this week. And I said, God, just show me some revelation, you know, and there's there there's there is that. I'm not saying that's wrong, okay? I'm, and and just to give you just the analogy of that, there's there's, and and I and I don't like to use I don't like to do this comparison, but I don't have another word for it. I'm sorry. It is what it is. But there's pastors, and pastors gather, huh? And then there's apostles, and apostles send out. Are you calling yourself an apostle, Brother Rodney? No, I'm not. You do what you need to do with that. I feel funny about it too, okay? Okay? But that's what he said. You got a problem with it? Take it up with him. But I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I feel the, yeah, really, right? I know you've been with you a long time. You have. But it ain't about that either. I'll get into that later on. No, I won't. But pastors gather and apostles send out. It's a whole big study and I promise you I'm not lying to you this morning. But There was some revelation for me in that. But I'm telling you what happened to you when you saw the baby? And what are you doing with it now? They worship. And they went and told what we've seen. Can I tell you about a man that changed my life? Can I tell you about a man that's going to walk with you, Jackie? Huh? Can I tell you about a man that's going to hold your hand, Jackie, and never let you go, Jackie? No matter what you're walking through, he's not going to let you go. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Church, it can't just happen in here. It's got to happen out there. And we've got to be concerned. We've got to have an encounter with this man called Jesus. We must have an encounter with this baby. And I promise you, when we go out there, we'll make a difference. And we'll see God change people's lives. Stand together. Father, thank you. Lord, I know this house is different. I've known that for a long time. And Lord, I'm not trying to figure you out because that's impossible. But God, I want to thank you for this house. Because there was a day that all we cared about was gathering. But Lord, you begin to reveal to us, and Lord, I want to thank you that this house bought in, not just unto me, but with Pastor Wayne. This goes way back. This, ball, this house bought in to being a difference out there. And God, I want to continue that. I want to continue, Lord, to equip the saints of God to do the work of the ministry. I want to encounter people, Lord, and I want to walk in your sweet Holy Spirit to lead people to encounter the baby. And once they encounter the baby, not a religious spirit, not a church Not any of that God. But the the real thing. And allow your sweet Holy Spirit. To bring joy. Into our lives. And to go from here. Full of the Holy Spirit. Making a difference in people's lives. God I thank you. (coughs) Excuse me. I thank you for the people that you've brought through here and are out there now. God, I thank you for that. And, church, do you realize in the midst of all that, God has sustained this house? Huh? I was talking to Mark about this this week. You know, you. you you know, and I, I thought about William and his family that are there doing ministry there at the Rock. You know, and I told you, when William came, I said, William, I don't like it, but I like it, and I don't understand that. And God brought that story back to mind when William said, Rodney, I got, the only reason why I would leave is, is to do ministry, and, and I got to go. And I said, I'm, I'm for you 100%. And boy, I couldn't. I, and I told him, I said, I don't understand why I'm saying this, but I'm saying this. But I felt great about it. Why? Why? Because the ministry of the kingdom is going forward. Not just in this house. Amen. Amen. So thank you, Auburn Heights. And Holy Spirit, I pray for uh, just some more of you. Just some more of you. But Auburn Heights, remember how God has sustained us. People have come and people have gone. But the Lord still sustains this house. God, we bless you for that. We thank you for that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fill us up, Lord. And carry us out. It's time to shine, Auburn Heights. And the light shines brighter in the darkness than it does in the light. So go where there's darkness and talk about Jesus and worship Him. In Jesus' name, amen.